Ahoy, ahoy, and welcome to What We Consume, a show about all the things we put into our minds and bodies. I'm your host, King Hagathor, and with me as always is... Hey, it's me, Kevin. The our king and the other person on the podcast right now, because he hasn't been introduced yet, I don't know to say his name, did not make my ideas feel welcomed or good, and it, I'm sad and disappointed now. And we're going to have a uh, roundtable discussion about this and express our feelings later. What we consume. Great. And once again, we are joined by our good friend, and he put this in bold, Michael. Yeah, I sure did. I got a chance to mess around with King's script this week, and I, I messed around with some of his fonts. <laughs> but uh, I'm here. Yeah. Ooh, so we should do a whole brand kit and do fonts and like colors and so many things. We'll talk about okay, that later. We can, we can talk about it during the roundtable. So we've been slogging through enough of the dark corners of the web for the last few weeks, researching red pills, MGTOWs, and incels, and frankly, we wanted something a little more pleasant to cleanse the palate this week. And since Kevin is mostly a novice to the internet, but asked for, for quote, something fun, upbeat, and nostalgia that makes us whimper with tears because it's so wonderful, we'll check some of those boxes. Um, but we certainly have a variety to offer uh this week novice makes me sound like i've never used the internet before and have no i'm not sure that you have (laughs) i use the internet for like regular person things you guys use it for weird people things you say that there's difference there's he's he's gonna bring up the dark web again there's like novice makes me sound like i was like in a coma for like 20 years and i just woke up you just came out of the womb yesterday your hair's still wet. So I'm like a baby giraffe. Yep. Cool. All right. So this week we're going to be reading some uh, memorable stories from the internet. Mainly Reddit on this one, but we found far more than just one episode worth, so I think we can safely say we'll be returning to this topic at some point down the road. That's if now, no Reddit to... ever comes back up at this point. <laughs> Right, it is currently in its uh, blackout phase for reasons. It's it's a lot to do with their um, they're like fucking over third party apps for Reddit. So I think their Reddit is going on strike, like the the subreddits themselves or something like that. I don't know like the specific things. A couple of my friends have been bitching about Apollo having to shut down because they're not gonna pay the ridiculous amount of money that Reddit wants from them. What's, a, yeah. what's Apollo? This, it's it's a third-party uh, app for Reddit. Like, it lets you browse Reddit, but it's got a what a lot of people consider a better user interface than the actual Reddit app, which, like, many people find buggy or slow or, like, abysmal for one reason or another. So the subredditors are mad because reddit itself wants you to use their own app instead of another app to view reddit that's one of the issues there's a few others here and there but yeah that's that's seems to be one of the driving forces behind this protest i don't know which side i should side with so i'm gonna be quiet very uh very tactical of you we we've collected a handful of stories that mike and i are gonna take turns reading off 
And, um, yeah, I think it's going to check some of your boxes. It's also going to check some you didn't have on there. Yeah, well, you guys are bringing uh, my knowledge of, like, words and, like, not just knowledge, like, things that when people say stuff, like, I realize what it means more now. Because in, like, the last two weeks, I've seen things about, like, incels and, like, other weird stuff and i think before the episodes i didn't know how prominent it actually was and then i started paying attention to it and like incel stuff is actually very prominent within like a bunch of different communities especially like stem and other like things so that's yep it's so i don't like why can't i just stay a baby uh doe forever and Never know that my dad got shot by the big bad hunter man. Referencing Bambi, guys. This is this he is was the mom. Oh shoot! Wait, <laughs> then what did the dad do? The dad came in and adopted him at the end. I don't think I've seen Bambi in a long time. Anyway, <laughs> the mom. <laughs> wow. When's the last time you watched Bambi? When I was like six. Okay, so I, it, so I should remember that m- movie. I don't know. When was the last time you watched it? The he was probably like twelve when he watched it last. I would assume so. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it was I was I was not in double digits. It was definitely single digits. Okay. Nine and three quarters. He would probably hey, say it like that digits. too. Yeah. Because of the Harry Potter reference, Michael. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm, I'm going to take the first story. And it's from a thread uh, from July 16th, 2009. And it's, have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? And one of the responses by, was by user Roner. And he's, uh, this is his story. Just about every time I see somebody, I stop. I kind of got out of the habit in the last couple of years, moved to a big city and all that. My girlfriend wasn't too stoked on the practice. Then some shit happened to me that changed me, and I'm back to offering rides habitually. If you would indulge me, it is a long story and has almost nothing to do with hitchhiking other than it happened on a road. This past year, I had three instances of car trouble. A blowout on a freeway, a bunch of blown fuses, and an out-of-gas situation. All of them while driving other people's cars, which for some reason makes it worse on an emotional level. It makes it worse on a practical level as well, what with the fact that I carry things like a jack and extra fuses in my car and know enough not to park facing downhill on a steep incline with less than a gallon of fuel. Anyway, each of these times this shit happened, I was disgusted with how people would not bother to help me. I spent hours on the side of the freeway waiting, watching roadside assistance vehicles blow past me for AAA to show. The four gas stations I asked for a gas can at told me they couldn't loan them out, quote-unquote, for my safety. But I could buy a really shitty one-gallon one with no cap for $15. It was enough each time to make you say shit like, quote, this country's going to hell in a handbasket. But you know who came to my rescue all three times? Immigrants. Mexican immigrants. None of them spoke a lick of the language. But one of those dudes had a profound effect on me. He was the guy that stopped to help me with a blowout with his whole family of six in tow. I was on the side of the road for close to four hours. Big Jeep, blown rear tire, had a spare but no jack. I had signs in the windows of the car, big sign that said, need a jack, and offered money. No dice. 
Right as I'm right as I'm about to give up and just hitch out of there, a van pulls up and dude uh, bounds out. He sizes up the situation and calls for his youngest daughter, who speaks English. He conveys through her that he has a jack, but it is too small for the jeep, so we will have to brace it. He produced a saw from the van and cut a log out from a downed tree on the side of the road. We rolled it over, put his jack on top, and bam, in business. I start taking the wheel off, and if you can believe it, I broke his tire iron. It was one of those collapsible ones, and I wasn't careful, and I snapped the head I needed clean off. Fuck. No worries, he runs to the van, gives it to his wife, and she's gone in a flash down to the road to buy a tire iron. She's back in 15 minutes, we finish the job with a little sweat and cussing, stupid log was about to give, and I am a very happy man. We are both filthy and sweaty, the wife produces a large water jug for us to wash our hands in. I tried to put a 20 in the man's hand, but he wouldn't take it, so I instead gave it to his wife as quietly as I could. I thanked them up one side and down the other. I asked the little girl where they live, thinking maybe I could send them a gift for being so awesome. She says they live in Mexico. They are here so mommy and daddy can pick peaches for the next few weeks. After that, they are going to pick cherries and then go home. She asked if I have had lunch, and when I told her no, she gave me a tamale from their cooler. The best fucking tamale I have ever had. So to clarify, a family that is undoubtedly poorer than you, me, and just about everyone else on that stretch of road, working on a seasonal basis where time is money, took an hour or two out of their day to help some strange dude on the side of the road when people in tow trucks were just passing me by. Wow. But we weren't done yet. I thanked them again and walked back to my car and opened the foil on the tamale because I am starving at this point and what do I find inside? My fucking $20 bill. I whirl around and run up to the van and the guy rolls his window down. He sees the 20 in my hand and is just shaking his head no like he won't take it. All I can think to say is por favor, por favor, por favor with my hands out. Dude just smiles, shakes his head, and with what looked like great concentration tried his hardest to speak to me in English. Today you, tomorrow me. Rolled up his window, drove away, his daughter waving at me in the rear view. I sat in my car eating the best fucking tamale of all time and I just cried, like a little girl. It had been a rough year and nothing had broke me, had broke my way. This was so out of left field I just couldn't deal. In the five months since, I have changed a couple of tires, given a few rides to gas stations, and once went 50 miles out of my way to get a girl to an airport. I won't accept money. Every time, I tell them the same thing when we were uh, through. Today you, tomorrow me. Too long, didn't read, long rambling story about how the kindness of strangers, particularly folks uh, from south of the border, forced me to be more helpful on the road and in life in general. I'm sure it won't be as meaningful to anyone else, but it was seriously the highlight of my 2010. Well, how'd that make you feel, Kevin? It made me question a lot of things about this guy. I don't know. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Why so many cars breaking on him? I just feel like he's got problems. I'm well, against him. Because he's borrowing other people's cars and they're breaking on him because they aren't well-maintained like his would be. I'm against him. What? This is... Look, I'm going to be what? honest here, Kevin. This is probably the only feel-good story you're going to have out of this today. <laughs> I mean, I, I think... I mean, I think, like, the story overall is nice and it feels great. And, like, somebody stopping to help him made him feel better about, it, like do better and stuff but like okay i don't know i've like i I, I, wow kevin is heartless i'm not heartless i just don't find it that like it's oh you i'm glad you like feel better about the world and stuff but like 
you should have been helping people and doing good regardless of that guy helping you in the first place. He was. Regardless you, of other he, people. He was stop. initially, but he lived in the city and his girlfriend felt a little uncomfortable about it. So he kind of put that to the side for a little bit. And then that, this uh, how many cars broken down on the side of the road have you passed by? Many times, but I've stopped before and helped. So is he? Like exactly. this was his story of why you should. I don't know. I don't know. I just there's. I don't know why it just didn't like it. Didn't for some reason it didn't touch me. That's that's all I'm saying. Wow, it didn't that's have that I'm Disney saying. charm to it. Yeah, if the if the Mexican family were squirrels, we'd be in business. I mean, that would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> or if they were chipmunks, you know. And they had a leader wow. named Alvin. Wow. This just keeps getting worse. <laughs> no, Jesus I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's a cool, nice story. Cool. All right. Well, let's see if this one hits you any better. Mike, how about you read this next one? Okay. Um, so, preface this, or pre- whatever, preference this. There's a lot of gra- bad grammar and just word usage in this one, so I'm gonna stumble a lot. I'm was gonna, I would stumble regardless, but it's it makes it infinitely harder. It is gonna exacerbate the situation for you because the grammar is dog shit in this. Yeah. So the title of this is "Today I Fucked Up by Enraging the Parents of My Girlfriend by Pretending Not to Know What a Potato Is" by the author on the user. Not no potato. I guess it was from around January 23rd, around 2015. I assume that's where we got it from. Yes. Alrighty. Let me tell you that I have made a bad mistake this evening. My girlfriend, who let me tell you is only my second girlfriend of all time, said I am invited to dinner with her and her parents. I was very aghast, nervous, and bashful to be invited to such a situation, but I knew it must be done. I met them nicely, I should tell you, and it started off in a good way. The idea slapped my mind that I should do a comic bit to make a good impression and become known to them as a person who is amusing. When I saw the baked potatoes, or when I saw that baked potatoes were served, I got the idea that it would be very good if I pretended I did not know what potatoes was. That would be funny. Well, let me tell you, backfired on my face. I'll tell you now how. So first, when the potato became on my plate, I acted very interesting. I showed an expression on my face so as to seem that I was confused, astounded, but in a restrained way, curious and interested. They did notice and seemed confused, but did not remark. So I asked, this looks very interesting. What is this? They stared at me and the mother said, it's a baked potato. And I was saying, oh, interesting, a baked, what is it again? And she was like, a, a potato. And I was like, a potato? Oh, interesting. Never heard of a potato. Looks pretty good. And then they didn't see I was clowning, but thought I really did not know that it was a potato. So I knew I would be very shamed, humiliated, depressed, and disgusted if I admitted to making a bad joke. So what I did was to act as if, I was, if it was not a joke but I committed to an act of pretending I didn't know what a potato is. They asked me, very incredulous, incredulous, I'm not good with words, is that incredulous? Incredulous. That 
Did I really not know what a potato is? That I never heard of a potato? I went with it and told them yes. I did not ever hear of a potato. Not only had I never eaten a potato, I had never heard the word potato. <laughs> this went on for a bit and my girlfriend was acting very confused and embarrassed and embarrassed by my fucked up antics. Or quote unquote, or quote, fucked up antics. And then the more insistent I was about not knowing what a potato is, was when them, when them parents started thinking I did know what a potato was. Well, let me tell you, I had to commit 100% at this point. When I would not admit to knowing what a potato was, the father especially began to get annoyed. At one point, he said something like, Enough is enough. You're fucking with it. Fucking with us. Admit it. And I said, Sir, before today, I never heard of a potato. I still don't know what a potato is other than some kind of food. I don't know what to tell you. Well, let me tell you, he got very annoyed. I decided to take a bite of the potato, and when I did, I made a high-pitched noise, and I said, Tastes very strange. That is when the father started yelling at me and the mother kept saying, What are you doing? And my girlfriend went to some other room. Finally, the father said I should get the fuck out of the house. And I said it was irrational to treat me like this just because I'd never heard of a potato before. Well, let me tell you, he didn't take that kindly. Now, in text messages, I've been telling my girlfriend I really don't know what a potato is. The only way I can ever get out of this is for them to buy that I don't know what a potato is. I wish I'd never started it, but I can't go back. I think she will break up with me anyways. <laughs> Look, the amount of times that he said, let me tell you, was pissing me off as I was reading that. Oh, man. That's, that's such a fucking goofy story. Have you, have you guys ever done that where like you, you like tried a bit... And it doesn't play, but you just feel like you have to commit to it, like, all the way. I kind of did a bit with my girlfriend's stepmom when we went bowling. Because I was, like, doing okay-ishly enough where I was getting, like, a few strikes or whatever. It's like, hey, I'd never bowled before. She just didn't pick up on my sarcasm. And I was like, oh, no, that was just sarcasm. Like, I owned up to that. It was a bit immediately. I just never went, like, full 100% on the bit. Yeah, I, I, I usually abandon bits, like, very quickly. I'll be like, oh, you know, like, whatever. And and they'll be like, wait, really? And I'm like, no! What? <laughs> I'm not I'm not really a, a bit guy, I don't think. So I don't, like, I've never... I've probably, like, tried one or so, but not, like... I'm not a... I'm not one of the... I don't think I'm one of those guys. One of those people. Hmm. As far well, as I... I don't know. What I'm trying it, to think, but I don't like. I don't. How did that story make you feel? Um, did that regain your sense in humanity? I guess it just it made me more frustrated than anything. It's also I don't like how the uh, the family treated him. To be honest, like regardless of this, he's making a joke. I'm a, like, did it say how old he was by chance? No, no. Uh, I don't know. Like, like, I know it's probably, like, improbable that he, like, never figured out what, like, a potato or something was. But still, like, even if it's a bit or something, they shouldn't get, like, overly mad. I don't know. I, I, I can kind of see it both ways. Like, your your daughter's gushing about this, like, dipshit that she's bringing over. Probably, like, 
far too early in the relationship anyways. And he's just like, oh, a potato? It's just like, you know what a potato is. You've lived here your whole life. Like, there's no way you could not know what a potato is. Yeah. It's just, sir, I've never heard of a potato. It's like, are you, you're fucking with us. <laughs> like, I guess no. it was driving them all... insane with how he just stayed committed. Like, they knew that he just was fucking with them. But he just wouldn't admit it, and <laughs> but also it's a terrible premise for a bit. <laughs> like, yeah, I I guess it depends like how he was acting. Yeah, um, man, it's just wow, like what a what a terrible idea. <laughs> now I'm gonna do it. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to my next story. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the amazing podcast that you're listening to. I just wanted to advise you guys that the next few stories up until 43 minutes and 50 seconds all contain gross and unsettling things that some people may not want to listen to. So if you don't want to listen to some gross stuff, just skip to minute 43 and 50 seconds and you can carry on. Uh, thanks for listening. Here we go. This this one this one will pull at your heartstrings. So this is from April 30th, 2012. The thread was, throw away time. What's your secret that could literally ruin your life if it came out? And this user has since deleted. Um, but uh, they started off by saying, cousin died when we were both 17. There was a, a reception at his house just after the funeral. I went into his room and stole all the money that was there. Took, a, took some other valuables that his parents wouldn't realize were gone. No one knows that I did it. They just assumed he didn't have any money in his room, only loose change. I don't regret it, but I will never admit to I did admit that I did it. Also, my cum box. To which another user, Evil, uh, replied, "Elaborate on this cum box, please." <laughs> Sorry, I had to make sure I uh, got the uh, addresses correct. Not their address. I'm not doxing them. The deleted user responds, Well, it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a shoebox, or at least once was, and whenever I masturbate, I come into it. Oh, by the way, uh, some of these stories are kind of gross, so user discretion advised. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little late on that. We can edit that in. Yeah, no, you might no, want to. It's, it's staying like that. Uh, I had it for two or three years now, I think, so it has a fair amount of cum. It smells atrocious, and I once tried to burn it. When I lit the, it on fire, it was too damp due to the cum, and it simply sizzled and didn't manage to actually light up. Turns out burning cum smells awful, so I had to spray it with a deodorant body spray just to get the old smell of burnt cum away. It also has some drenched paper stuck to it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Why did he answer? Why is it at his cousin's house? Uh... No, 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 no. No, it's not at his cousin's house. It's just in addition to him stealing his dead cousin's money and valuables, he also has a cum box. Oh. Kevin, do you I have thought... the the chat pulled up? Oh, I do not have the chat pulled up, but I, I can I can pull it up. That is gross. Uh so then he has an edit. Uh a lot of people are asking me why. Well, I'm apparently a rather disturbed individual. <laughs> But it just kind of happened. Bought new shoes and needed some place to come. Used the box. It just escalated from there. Kept using it each time. Telling myself I would throw it out soon. Never did. Two or three years later, I still have it. 
It, w- it wasn't planned or anything. It just happened. Edit 3 is the picture of the cum box. Uh, edit 4 is, I often get PM'd about updates or current statuses on the box, generally a, a few a week, so I might as well update this post. If anyone ever gets linked here anymore, current status, I have created life. Mold has begun to grow in the box and has taken over a fair amount. Smells a bit worse, mainly due to a damper apartment, so it does not dry as fast. Hence the reason why the mold has begun. New picture. Oh no. I don't want to see. I closed the chat because it was so gross. Don't be a bitch. (laughs) I will never be rid of my need for it. I hate and love the box just as I hate and love myself. This guy's got. This guy needs to go to therapy. Well, he's a rather disturbed individual, as he makes note. That's like I think that like he he's probably moved and asked people to help him, and somebody's moved that box. Like somebody's like picked up a box with that box in it, and they've been that close to it. Yeah, that's a detail. I don't. I don't think you guys really picked up on. He said new apartment. Which is a bit damper. He has moved. He absolutely has moved and kept this fucking thing. Yeah. He's like, that's gross. Like, bro, what? Like, use like paper towels or something. (laughs) I wonder how he's doing today. Not good. I can't imagine good. Like, years ago. This this is how The Last of Us starts. (laughs) No. No. Yeah. He accidentally falls. and, like, lands in the box, and the box, like, eats him. That's gross. And he turns into the first clicker or whatever the zombies are. Exactly. Now. Yeah. So, what do you think, Kevin? I think it's gross and disturbing, and now it's making me think of, like, like, you know how many people probably have, like, weird things like that that you've been, like, super close near to, and, like, you just don't know? Like, I like it, it's making me question, like, every like everybody I've ever been close to. I was going to ask you that. Do you have, I was going to say, like, any of the, like, because I, I wasn't really in your friend sphere, like, while you were in high school for the most part. I was like, did you have, like, anyone in high school that was, that you might have known of that probably had some weird shit that they kept that they shouldn't have? I mean, I'm assuming a lot of them, <laughs> like you just literally aware every of it. like Trace, any of those people that we hung out with at Trace's house, like freaking. <laughs> you probably shouldn't name them by name. <laughs> well, most of them, like he, he's he's passed away now, and like it's just a reference. Mm. Anybody who's known him, like they know that situation there. They though they like they'll understand. But uh, I mean, I don't, dude. There's I had, I like, I wasn't close to this person, but I I knew someone who did this with a pair of boxers, and they became quite stiff. Like the entire pair of boxers was just stiff. How do you just keep going? Like you can't. So like, at at one point you have to like. Like, even if you're using boxers or the box or anything, you still have to clean yourself after. So, like, it's just, like... So here, yeah, he, he, it doesn't make any sense to us. Here's how it works, Kevin. He's horny. He wants to jack off. He pulls out his trusty boxers. He jacks off, finishes. Then he's has his guilt and shame, so he throws them off to the corner or under his bed or something. 
and then the Where cycle just repeats because he doesn't feel like he doesn't remember that he just did that in the moment. And then it disappears until he's horny again, so he jacks off into him again, and then it goes back, and it's a, it's a cycle. Yeah, that was the last time I ever hung out with that dude, because he brought him out, and they could stand up on the That's ground. just fucking weird that he showed you. It, like, I this was in a group setting, and, oh, like, some of them Oh, you guys want to see my cum boxers? <laughs> they were like, dude, show him, show him. And he showed me, and I was like, alright, well, I'm not coming back here. <laughs> <It's> so... <laughs> <laughs> all right so speaking of weird things that people have in their house mike you want to uh do the next one yeah of course I'm confused by how it's titled yeah i don't i don't know what the light is in reference to um but uh title is i was 22 years old when i learned that not every family has a poop knife you ever heard of a poop knife kevin no but i know this story oh you know this one well we're gonna go Damn. over it anyways and then I, I probably mentioned the story that I wasn't a part of, but someone told me about, and it gets rehashed in our group like every other time we get together. So we'll, we'll start with the poop knife story. <laughs> My the well, tw- we couldn't get a date on this because we went back and we were trying to, but since Reddit's down, the the date's gone. So who, I don't know how long ago this was. So the poop knife. Twenty eighteen is the best we can do. Yes. My family poops big. Maybe it's genetic, maybe it's our diet, but everyone births giant logs of crap. If every if anyone has laid a mega poop, you know that sometimes it won't flush. It lays across the hole in the bottom of the bowl, and the vortex of draining water merely gives it a spin as it mocks you. Growing up, this was common enough occurrence that our family had a poop knife. It was an old rusty kitchen knife that hung on a nail in the laundry room. The laundry room. You know, only to be used for that purpose. It was a normal. It was normal to walk through the hallway and have someone call out, "Hey, can you get me the poop knife?" I thought it was standard kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush, and your poop knife. Fast forward to 22. It's been a day or two between poops. And I'm over at a friend's house. My friend was a local dealer and always had guests over because you can't buy weed without sitting on your ass and sampling it for an hour. I excuse myself and lay a gigantic turd. I look down and see that it's, side, it's a sideways one, so I crack the door and call out for my friend. He arrives and I ask him for his poop knife. He, re- he goes, my what? Your poop knife, I say. I need to use it, please. What the fuck is a poop knife? Obviously he has one, but maybe he calls it a more delicate name. A fecal cleaver? A dung divider? A guano glaive. I explain what it is and why I want it. He starts giggling, then laughing. Then lots of people start laughing. It turns out the music stopped and everyone heard my pleas to the door. It also turns out that none of them had poop ni- none of them had poop knives. It was it was just my fucked up family and their fucked up vows. Fuck my life. I told the I told this to my wife last night, who was amused and horrified at the same time. It turns out that she didn't not know what a poop knife was and had been using the old rusty knife hanging in the utility closet as a basic utility knife. Thankfully, she didn't cook with it, but used it to open Amazon boxes. She will be getting her own utility knife now. Edit. Common question. Why was this not in the bathroom instead of the lawn? Or why was this not in the bathroom instead of the laundry room? Answer. We only had one poop knife and the laundry room was central to all three bathrooms. 
I have no idea why we didn't have three poop knives. All I know is that we didn't. We had the one. Possibly because my father was notoriously cheap and about the weirdest things. So yes, we shared our poop knife. This family needs more fiber. That's what they need. They need a lot more fiber. So uh, whatever they're eating and doing in their diet is all wrong. And they're probably going to die very early. And they probably have a lot of anal uh, fissures or whatever. What an incredible start to a story. My family poops big. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's succinct. Also, this dude's 22 and has a wife, which just, that's too young. Well, he said forward to 22, that was the story of that. Now, then he told the tale to his wife, so he had, it probably was later down the line that he, I don't know. No, because he, he says he was 22 when he realized not everyone had a poop knife. Okay, you, you're, you're probably right. I don't know. I just assumed there was another flash forward to where he was telling his wife about it after the fact. Dude, maybe. I maybe. It's possible. I would have loved to be at that, like, guy's house when that came out. It would have been so funny to, like, be there. That that would have been an incredible I'm moment. surprised that, like, no none and, well, we, we do kind of have a, a poop utensil story that I could tell if you want. Go ahead. So, I'm not going to name names. But this individual uh, was at our, our one of our friends' gathering places at their parents' house at the time. And um, he just took a fat shit, and he broke it up with a plastic fork to make sure it would flush better. And instead of, you know, just, like, disposing of the fork, he decided to chase around another friend with it um, for a little bit, I guess. And at some point, they threw it in the fire pit, and I think... At some point, while they were while I was in the fire pit, they were also roasting hot dogs. Oh God! Jesus Christ! It got worse. Yeah. So you left that detail. I, I wasn't there me. for that situation. <laughs> I I've just heard the story rehashed every time, so I don't know like how exact all those details were. But that's the tale of the poop fork. God, and it's a plastic fork too. So like, when you hit resistance, it's gonna bend. Ugh. That's what happened. So I'm trying to think of who this is, and I'm like, the, the, the thing, the problem is in that group of like th- those friends. There's it a lot literally of could be any of them because they're all st- stupid. All of them are stupid. <laughs> the only reason we know it's not Mike is because he says he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I was like the only one not there for that. I don't remember the exact reason why. Ah, good God. All right. People are so dumb. Why are are humans idiots? We (laughs) we literally are just like freaking apes and monkeys playing with our own feces, throwing it at people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've never had a poop knife, but I get it. I, I get it too, but... There was a friend in college, I don't know if this was a bit or not, but he literally said, like, they only used plungers once. He said, after you use a plunger one time, you throw it away and what get a new one. the fuck? Wow. And I, I mean... And, like, I, like, I don't know, like, he never admitted to, like, that, that he, like, wasn't kidding, and, and, like, when I was like, dude, no, you keep the plunger, he was very adamant that, no, that's gross because it has, like, 
He's like, how do you clean it and stuff? He's like, you just throw it out after. And I'm like... The same way you clean anything else. But at the same time, I'm like, I cannot tell if it was a bit or not. But at the same time, I like, knowing who he is and how he was raised and stuff, I could 100% think, like, see, or like, real... See him like just throwing them away and getting a new one every time. Those bills rack up. <laughs> it's like that meme where it's like rent is this amount, food is this amount, like absurd thing, super high amount, and then like back to like regular bills being this amount. And it's like, can somebody please help me budget this? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you're spending four thousand dollars on plungers. <laughs> yeah, anything but that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that stays. Dude, I guarantee you, one of our big jolly friends, if you guys know who I'm talking about, I guarantee you he has a weird story like this. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Is it the one we're probably going to play Siege with? After probably. This? And I can guarantee you the lanky one that we know that's uh, oh. big, too. Guarantee he has a weird story, too, like this. Oh, I bet. I, I imagine he's got some tales, but, but like, he, it's kind of hard to parse out which ones are bits and which ones are trues. Yeah, with <laughs> yeah him, it's like so everything hard Everything in tell. his life is a bit. He could get away with the potato bit, I think. <laughs> I think he could pull that off, yeah. Uh, he's probably pulling off a bit right now as we speak, to be honest. Almost certainly. <laughs> all right well let's move on to our next story we got uh yeah we just got two left uh thankfully they're both quite a bit shorter so the first one i don't remember what the title of this one is so i just called it coconut and it's from 2017 again we couldn't get the exact date but this is uh today i fucked up and i purposely removed the uh actual title this today I fucked up didn't happen today, but quite a few years back. For obvious reasons, I'm using a throwaway account as my family knows my main Reddit username. Which is a psychotic thing in the first place, but let's move on. Anyway, about eight years back, I was living in northern Mozambique, a coastal, uh, south, a coastal southern African country with quite a warm climate. My mother at the time was going through a quote-unquote health nut phase and was only buying food she deemed healthy enough. One of these was coconuts. She would buy several coconuts a week to use in food for the, from the local market. Anyway, being a horny teenager, I fapped in regular intervals. Uh, unfortunately, there was some severely stressful examinations coming up for me, and as such, my fapping reached a higher peak than usual, and I was feeling pretty sexually frustrated. One day, I heard that my mother was going to be out for pretty much the entire afternoon. Horny me decides that it would be a fantastic idea to fuck a coconut. Honestly, to this day, I can't fathom why I thought it would be a good idea, but my train of thought back then was clearly somewhat clogged. I ended up grabbing the coconut drill and through 20-ish minutes of concerted effort, ended up creating a hole large enough for me to stick my porker in. I decided it required some lube and grabbed the nearest slippery thing, some butter, before shoving it in the coconut followed shortly by my meat. I fuck the coconut, and it actually feels pretty damn good, so I blow my load, shove the coconut under my bed, and continue about my day. For the next week, the coconut is my savior. Whenever I need to get off, I simply take it out and fuck it in its delightfully tight hole, made better each time by accumulated volumes of my semen and butter, acting as a lubricant. <laughs> Look at Kevin's face. That's so gross. 
That's so nasty. He's I didn't. Like, it's when we he's enjoying it. his own semen. Like, yep, that's gross. When when you were telling me this lat like Thursday when we were kind of going over this, it I, it yeah. didn't click in my head that he said he was tucking it under his bed, a coconut. Yep. How do you fucking just? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's probably yep. got a, like a little rock so it doesn't roll. So he's like wedged it in. He's got. It's just. We can only hope. It's heaven. Now, before I continue, I'd best mention that at this time our area was experiencing quite humid, muggy weather, which exacerbated an already existing fly problem. Disgusting, fat, bloated flies were commonly found around our house, and the exterminators couldn't really do anything because it was a localized area problem that would quote-unquote go away in the winter. About a week and a bit after the initial coconut fuck, I'd been using it pretty much every day since then, I began to notice a few more flies than usual, as well as an odd, unpleasant smell about my room. Must be the coconut, right? So I decide that I'll fuck it once more before I throw it out and get a new one. Worst mistake of my life. (laughs) Dude, they embedded in there, I bet. You see, the reason for the increased number of flies was that the coconut was evidently, in hindsight, a perfect, a nearly perfect place to lay eggs. As I penetrated the coconut one last time, I began to feel a strange wriggling sensation. Puzzled, I pulled my cock out to discover that it was covered in rotted and moldy butter and semen and teeming with tiny fucking maggots. They were wriggling all over my dickhead and some were even trying to force their way up my urethra. <laughs> Dude, dude, this is this is the worst thing I've ever heard. I screamed and threw the coconut against the wall, which made the situation worse by spilling the contents. Hours of vigorous cock scrubbing, vomiting, and cleaning the remnants were spent reflecting on what the fuck I was doing with my life. Never again. Never again. <laughs> He's Too like, long, didn't read, don't fuck coconuts. <laughs> He's, I bet he did it the next week. I bet he like, I just yeah, gotta get a new it, one every it, time. Yeah, if I just like, you know... <laughs> Up my coconut prices. <laughs> Dude, that's so gross. Like, I'm, I actually, like, feel, like, grossed out. Yeah, you, uh, that's, you, that's you had like, quite the face on that one. It was, that's awful. Like, it did remind me of, like, a weird story in middle school of, like, I think it was 8th or 7th grade. One of, like, like our school friends, uh, he, uh, like, came up and he was like, Dude, how many, how many times do you fat per day? And I, I was like... I was like, I don't know, dude. He's like, dude, I, I'm, I'm like trying to do nine a day. And at the at the time as a kid, I was like, I can't tell if he's being honest or not. And then as I got older, I was like, dude, that guy was actually trying to do that. Like, he was actually trying to do it nine times a day. Dude, who has time for that? Weird kid. Parents out of the house for the whole day? I think I think his parents were divorced and it was just like his mom. So he was like... You know, pretty much alone most of the time. How many have you gotten in in a, in a day, Kevin? That's, that's private business. Oh, she's bashful. What about you, King? I think once, <laughs> and I do emphasize once, I think I did six. I was going to say, I think... but But the toll it took on me made it so, like, breaching further heights than that was unnecessary. I I think that's what I I was probably going to say, like, it was either, like, five or six, like, one time, and I was like, okay, well, this is awful. I feel like shit. Yeah, just, like, the next day, you're, like, limping everywhere, and it's just, like, uh, everything feels raw. 
you just feel so disgusted by yourself. Like, it's not even like that you are doing it or you're tired. You're just so absolutely disgusted by yourself. Oh, no, it was the pain. <laughs> and, like, as a teenager, it's like, fuck, I'm horny. I'm just, <laughs> just jack off or whatever. We really do need to put a disclaimer before this one. I don't need my aunt reading these stories. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, I, I, I'll, and, I'll put something at the beginning all right anything else before we uh before we go to our final story so this one i've also omitted the title and this one is by noah the red i believe this was an ask reddit about the uh the like what is your like the one student you will never forget or like what's the worst student you ever had something along those lines so this is uh from august 31st 2010 and like I said, it's by user Noah the Red. It's not uncommon as a teacher to have students who are a bit behind the curve in certain aspects, but 99.99999% of the time, they are keen on something. They might not understand how to identify a noun or what theme is, but they somehow know how to make a mean plate of nachos. You learn pretty quick not to judge a fish by their tree climbing ability, you know? I thought this was the rule when I was teaching, until I met Kevin. What if this story is actually about me? Well, <laughs> could, let's fucking hope see, not. I could see that. We all could, and that's the I really would, I wouldn't part. admit it until after the episode. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought this was a funny story, and, like, I was like, oh, we should definitely do this. And then, like, when I started rereading it, I was like, oh, fuck, this might be him. <laughs> but it's not. Uh, probably not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> uh, Kevin isn't his real name, maybe. But it doesn't matter, because he can't spell it anyway. Kevin was a student of mine during my last year of teaching. He came to my classroom with very little to show for his academic past. He had moved a few times and thus was missing a lot of typical test scores that we try to usually use to try to ballpark their ability. Don't worry, it was a ballpark. We didn't make major decisions until we actually had a chance to talk and work with a student for a bit. I thought, that's fine. I'll just do some one-on-one -on -one with Kevin and see what's up. One-on-one -on -one with Kevin was like conversing with someone who'd forgotten everything in a freak, if not impossible, amnesia accident. There is no evidence that he had learned anything past the second grade, and now he was in ninth grade. Flabbergasted, I figured we needed to get more serious with this. If he was going to be in my class, I needed to know why and how. I decided to meet with him, his guidance counselor, his parents, and another teacher to see what was really going on. This is where it all became clear. It was by some incredible fluke that his family hadn't been wiped off the face of the earth years ago. Odds are his entire heritage was based on blind luck and some type of sick divine intervention that saved his family every time a threat presented itself. Kevin was the genetic pinnacle of this null achievement. Even my instructional lead, a woman who could find a, rede a redeeming trait in a balrog, failed to see any reason this kid or his family should be alive today. So here's a list of events that made it abundantly clear that God exists, and he's laughing uncontrollably. Kevin frequently forgot when and where class was. On more than one occasion, I had to retrieve him from other classrooms. Kevin ate an entire 24-pack of crayons, puked, and then did it again the next day. This is the ninth grade. I have no idea where he got crayons. Kevin's dad wrote tuition checks and mailed them to me, his English teacher. This was a public school. When I gave it back to Kevin, voided to give to his dad with a brief note explaining that this was a public school, Kevin got in trouble for trying to spend it at a 7-Eleven after school. 
Kevin was removed from the culinary arts program after leaving a cutting board on the gas stove and starting a fire. Twice. Kevin threw his lunch at the school resource officer and tried to run away. He ran into a door and insisted it wasn't him. Kevin stole my phone during class. I called it. It rang. He denied that it was ringing. Not that it wasn't his. Not that he did it. No, he denied that the phone was actually ringing. He tried it three times before the end of the year. It's Kevin called... Huh? Does, does this kid not have special needs? No. I mean, like, not one that's definable. There's... Uh, we'll talk about it at the end, but let's keep going. Kevin called the basketball coach a motherfucking bitch during gym. Basketball tryouts were that afternoon. Kevin tried out. It didn't go well. Kevin's mom could never remember which school he went to. She missed several meetings because she drove to other schools, none of which he ever went to. Kevin tased himself in the neck before a football game. Kevin kept a bottle of orange Kool-Aid in his backpack for about four months. He thought it would turn into alcohol. He drank it during homeroom and threw up. Kevin says the N-word a lot. Kevin was white. The high school was 84% black. Kevin got beat up a lot. Kevin stole another user's iPhone and tried to sell it back to him. Kevin didn't understand that his grade was dependent on tests, quizzes, homework, classwork, and participation. Kevin finished his first semester with a 3% average. He tried to bribe me with $11. (laughs) This one's probably my favorite. Kevin spit on a girl and said, You should get out of those wet clothes. The girl was the Spanish student teacher. (laughs) That's a good one. Incredible. That's a good one. What a move. Like, if that was the only thing we knew about the kid, it'd be like, wow, that's terrible, but wow. It was a good try, dude. <laughs> Kevin didn't know cats and dogs were different animals. Kevin tried to download porn on a computer in the library at the circulation desk while he was logged in. Kevin asked a girl to prom. He was in ninth grade and freshmen don't go to prom. By asking for her number and then texting her his address. Again, Another bold move. There's no way this is real. Who's to say? They're internet stories. Kevin got gum in his hair constantly. Kevin tried to cheat on assignments by knocking the pile over, grabbing one before I picked them all up, and then writing his name on it when it, wherever there was room. Kevin had severe allergies, but neither of his parents nor he could remember what they were. They were very concerned about the quote-unquote holiday party. It's high school. We don't have those. Would have peanuts. When they finally got a doctor's note, he was allergic to amoxicillin. Kevin and his parents took a trip to Nassau. How the fuck did they ever get airline tickets? And forgot all their luggage at home. I didn't believe him when he told me until I talked to his mom, who told me first thing when I saw her at the bi-weekly meetings. (laughs) Kevin's grandfather (laughs) apparently died in a chainsaw accident. I can only assume God was looking the other way that day. (laughs) There's no way they're not special needs. I mean, have you met some of these motherfuckers? Like, Kevin, you're going to have your own Kevin in like a year. Maybe. Oh, boy. Maybe. But like, 
people this stupid without special needs absolutely exist. Yeah, I, I guess. That's so sad that, like, I don't know. Like, I, feel, I feel bad like for Like, work in manufacturing, you'll meet some of them. I mean, I guess he made, they made it through life. I, I wonder what their family did to, like, even be able to have enough money to go on a vacation. Hard to say. Also, they, the dad was just throwing around money for tuition. A baffling move. Yeah. Like, the, the whole story is crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. very interesting. Student, or a child and family dynamic. Like, it's so, so weird. Yeah, if it was just him, I would be more inclined to agree with you that, like, he might have, like, an undiagnosed special needs in some area. But the fact that his family appears to also be just as brain dead makes it feel like it's not a, like, special needs issue. It's just, like, a complete bumbling through life issue. Do you think uh, that could have been a student here somewhere in in our hometown, Kevin? <laughs> like, possibly? I mean, maybe, but I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, it's stories just so hard to believe in general for me. Like, I'm still having a hard time believing it. I think it sounded. It sounds more like a uh, like a adult kids book like story reading to me. Like what? I don't like I like. You know how like children's books are written like oh uh, blue did this on that day blue did that on the next day uh, he had like shiny shoes he did the, it, like the way that it's written sounds like a children's story to me in my head like do you get what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, all right, I I guess I I kind of like it's it's purposely just like a list of things so like it's as short and brisk as possible yeah but yeah i can see how some of this stuff does kind of feel story-esque um you said what year did you say this was in uh the guy wrote it in 2010 so um, it was still part of the no no child left behind era so i mean that definitely like that definitely could have been true it's definitely could be true with like school yeah, they, but it couldn't have been too much earlier than that, because iPhones had only been out for a couple years at that point. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, I just like, when, you know, at that time, like, they passed everybody. It didn't really matter about your grades until, like, even, dude, what a, what are the things called that you take in, like, 11th grade? Like, graduation Like, test? the SATs? No, 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 no. It's like your, like, school, like high school test, like, to pass or whatever. The, like, the graduation tests? I guess, yeah, the graduation I test. I don't think like, it had, like, an... Well, it probably had, like, an abbreviated... Not abbreviated, yeah. but, like, acronym. It had maybe. an acronym. I'm just trying to think... Oh, like, I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, like, like, you still had... I don't know, they were passing kids who didn't even pass those in the, in that era. So I could totally see, like that happening we're, we're also like a work ready county or whatever so I, I remember us taking like the work ready thing which is like oh these people are passed in a, in a way that like oh they could probably work at like a manufacturing job in excel at it or some dumb shit like that i remember them trying to make that so big in high school i got gold on it i never <laughs> I, I don't even remember what it is i never used it like i never like 
haven't didn't, put it on didn't anything. write that on your resume or anything. I actually oh, told like, someone like when I was first getting hired on uh, where I work still, it was like I got gold on the grad or on my Georgia work ready test. Like, yeah, we don't give a shit about that. I was like, okay. <laughs> I what do you want a fucking sticker? <laughs> I forgot about that until you just brought it up. Yeah, I, like, I got a card. Thing. I don't need a sticker. Does this does this just mean anything <laughs> better? I have this card. <laughs> You're like you're like a kid that has like a like a, a plastic badge or something. Like I'm part of the Justice League. Yeah, that's, that's what, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's what that's it feels what like now. In like hindsight, <laughs> it's like oh, this card might be useful to me, but obviously not. Oh, mm-hmm. does anybody even use like I've never heard of like a job ever using like that. I either. I don't know. Pointless bullshit, wasted <laughs> plastic. It was. I think it's just like initiatives that are like uh, governors and like president and people like at that time like tried to just push. Yeah, just like some kind of meaningless bullshit to just like prove how competent like their uh, policies have yeah. been or some. It was shit. like a, a minor aptitude test that you know, sort of. I guess that's how I would take well, it. I, I, yeah, it was probably like what how King was saying. It's probably something to show like statistics of like kids are like these people are getting enough education to be able to work inside workforce, and they were like showing that to like put more money in different things rather than education. Probably, probably like, we can keep this budget. We can keep this budget this low because they they can go work. You know, if we if we make it too much higher, they'll get too too much. Uh, education and then then they won't do like the lower class jobs we got we got them right here where they'll be in industry instead of like right uh, like yeah if, they, if they're too smart we won't hire them to be police officers yeah i know like i i'm pretty sure that's like probably what that's used for yeah, probably right that that was that wasn't just a slam at cops like that is a thing where they won't hire people who are too well educated. Do you think if I, since I have a gold standard in my work ready, they wouldn't accept me into the police? They force? make you a captain immediately. <laughs> yeah, 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 sergeant right off. <laughs> Whoa, you should be in the FBI. <laughs> Dude, we for that we got a five thousand dollar bonus. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's just some stories from the internet. Uh, are they true? Are they not? Does it matter? Yeah, they're kind of fun. Well, they're definitely all probably based off of some sort of truth because every story that we heard, we've had like a weird story that we've heard about or experienced ourselves within that. So th- like stories like that are real, mostly. Yeah, the dudes ejaculating and stuff are definitely true. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm inclined the, to believe the potato one. The uh, today you, tomorrow me. Like I think that's probably true. Do you think the potato Kevin, one was Jared? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I name dropped him, but I'm thinking about it now. Do you think that was like? <laughs> it's. I can say this. It's definitely something that he would try and fully commit to. I don't think it would be as blatant as like like um. Like a potato, but he would definitely do something like a little bit more obscure, but like very like well like, like very known, but like right. you can kind of see it, kind of not. He's like super, like I hate to gas him like this, but he is like super smart with his like uh, his bits and stuff. 
He's very yeah, good he, with well, it. Well, he can be. Let's be honest. Not not all yeah, of them. Well, some of them are just to amuse us. Some of them are definitely just to amuse us. Yeah, but but yeah, like when when he like when he really goes for one, like he can he can pull some real oh, wild dude, shit. Dude, there's one he we're gonna have to have like and a full episode. We're gonna have to pull him in and like do an episode of just the bits. We got one over on Adam in uh in college. He literally convinced Adam that he broke his it was either his arm or leg and went to the hospital and was back walking with us to our apart uh, to our uh, like dorm. <laughs> like Adam one hundred percent believed it. What, yeah, dude. <laughs> He got he like he like pulled a picture like an X-ray picture off the internet and sent it to Adam, and he was like, "Look, I was actually there," and he one hundred percent believed it. What I like, Damn. it was insane, brutal. All right, well, uh, yeah. So that's that's the end of our stories for today. Um, any final thoughts, or should we uh, go ahead and scoot on out of here? It's wonderful. We should do more episodes like this. It's all smiles and gross. Oh, trust me, yeah. we got so many more stories. I like the one I wanted to do would have been half the episode. So, like, I had to pull that one for the like and put that one back in like the on deck circle. Yeah. I guess we got plenty that we could go through. Some that we could probably save for like a special occasion. King King made me have to save one for a special occasion. I was like, okay, yeah. I was already actually. I think two. Yeah, you're you're probably right. Like one of them, I was like halfway through writing. Like I was actually putting some work into kind of like deep, like just kind of bulleting it so I could explain it better. And he's like, "Yeah, let's save that for another time." I was like, "Motherfucker!" Yeah. When are we? But uh... but like you know, it's not like that work you did went to waste. Yeah, we it's, will it's still, still use there, that unless like I burn it for some reason. Well, you know. When are we going to deep dive into, like, Nickelodeon feet things and, uh, like, weird stuff like that? Are we ever going to do any yeah, of that stuff? talk about Dan Schneider. Oh, yeah. It's on the list. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited for, like, those and not these super depressing ones that hurt week in and week out and make you want to, like, need to go to therapy. I mean, I feel like the feet thing's kind of depressing in a way. The feet thing's pretty depressing. Yeah, it is, but still, like... It's Nickelodeon. But, but it's wrapped up in Nickelodeon. <laughs> there's going yeah. to be some like nostalgia mixed in with it. So you're going to be like, oh, happy. And like, you know. That dude definitely fucked a can of gag. <laughs> oh. Anyways. <laughs> Anything else, boys? I think we're good. <clears throat> Everybody? Yeah. Um. We're coming up with a content plan so we can better suit your online social media needs. I've convinced the boys to do it. Not really. This is, We're emotionally battling over this. I just want to bring it up again so I can uh, emotionally... No, we'll, we'll definitely do ...guilt it. them into making sure that they help me do it you know anyway thanks for listening guys catch us for more on twitter at what underscore we underscore consume and on instagram at what we consume podcast again you can't catch mike anywhere just because he's a phantom pain he's a ghost in the wind oh, i love call- thank you for calling me the phantom pain i love that made me think of yeah, metal he's gear. like a fart shadow fart shadow <laughs> you ruined <laughs> it uh and i am at king hagathor on twitter other than that Bye-bye.